Hi, I'm Steve Lance, your host of the Capitol Report on NTD News. If you have not done so yet, please hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with all of the latest news coming out of the nation's capital and beyond. And joining us next to discuss Xi Jinping's upcoming visit to Russia and the various threats posed by the Chinese Communist Party, we have Congressman Pete Stauber of Minnesota. Congressman Pete Stauber, thank you so much for joining us. It's great to be with you again. Congressman, we're hearing reports that, uh, you know, not reports, Putin is preparing to meet with uh, Chinese leader Xi, Xi Jinping, but this comes as reports that the Biden administration has intelligence that the CCP may be preparing to arm Russia with military aid to support uh, Russia's effort in Ukraine. Uh, where do you see this going, and should there be a red line when it comes to dealing with China? Well, I think uh, obviously the the Biden administration has portrayed uh, United States weakness uh, from the start of the uh, uh, disastrous Afghanistan withdrawal, and I think that weakness begets aggression. And I think we're seeing that uh, we need a strong uh, leader, uh, a strong commander in chief, and the world looks to the United States to lead by example and lead by strength. It, it helps with world stability, and you're seeing. Uh, the lack of leadership, uh, the consequences uh, right now across the world. Congressman, when it comes to China uh, specifically, I want to get your thoughts on the potential economic and geopolitical implications uh, of China's, specifically their monopoly on rare earth minerals. You know, we have uh, we are blessed with an abundance of natural resources in the United States of America to include critical minerals uh, and uh, some rare earths. We should be mining these minerals here in the United States of America under our labor standards and our environmental standards. And this administration will not allow uh, the American workforce to do that. When you enter into a memorandum of understanding with the Congo, where 15 of the 19 industrial mines are owned by the Chinese government that use child slave labor. That's immoral, unethical, and just plain wrong that the United States of America uh, is allowing that to happen by entering into a memorandum of understanding. Yet, in northern Minnesota, this administration bans 225,000 acres of mining in the biggest copper nickel find in the world. We have 95% of the nickel reserves, 88% of the cobalt, over a third of the copper, and other platinum group metals. And this administration will not allow, allow the Minnesota miner uh, to mine these uh, minerals. And it's simply unacceptable to, to uh, allow the communist country of China to dictate uh, critical minerals across the world is simply unacceptable. And we can't allow it to happen any longer. Congressman, you mentioned uh, the Congo. How has China's Belt and Road Initiative uh, impacted its access to rare earth minerals in Africa? And Given the fact that this is going on in Africa, does it pose a national security threat uh, to us back here in the U.S.? It's an absolute national security threat. We have to be critical mineral and energy dominance uh, to secure the safety of our own nation. And our allies want to uh, buy those energy, buy that energy rather, and those minerals from the United States, where we, where we responsibly uh, source uh, those minerals. Uh, the communist country of China has been trying to take us down militarily and economically. And one of the ways they're doing it uh, in the economic realm uh, 
is uh, by uh, uh, forcing us to, to buy their critical minerals uh, because we don't have the political will under the Biden administration to mine here in America. And uh, unless the Biden administration gets on the side of the American worker, it's going to continue to be a detriment to the safety, security, and the strategic national security of the United States. Congressman, lastly, before we let you go here, um, what role do you think American and international uh, multinational corporations can play in addressing the threat of China's growing influence? Well, one of the things we have to do, Steve, is we have to look at our permitting reform across the country. I'm leading a piece of legislation that that uh, allow it's called Permitting for Mining Needs Act. It allows transparency, timeliness, and reduces frivolous litigation uh, upon um, companies that want to invest and mine here in America. That's the first step. And there's others. We have to reform our NEPA process uh, and others to allow the companies to responsibly uh, source the natural resources here in America. My Permit for Mining Needs Act, Steve, allows certainty uh, in any investment. And that's what uh, these companies and these investors are looking for. And you know, the American people, we stand ready, able, and willing to mine these critical minerals uh, as long as the political will is there. And right now under the Biden administration, it's unconscionable that they go to the Congo and, and uh, make agreements uh, with the Chinese communist uh, government for these critical minerals that we need every single day. I've said this, the dependency of the United States must be held in the palm of our own hand. Congressman Pete Stauber, really appreciate you joining us. Uh, thank you very much. The 2024 presidential primary is getting crowded and some candidates are still little known. Dr. Roland Roberts is an American businessman government advisor and now Republican candidate for president, recently announcing his candidacy for the 2024 presidential election. And today's Kelly Wright sat down with Roberts to discuss his 2024 bid. Steve, thank you. I'm here with Dr. Roland Roberts, who is running for president. And you're a successful businessman, you're a leader, you've been a governor advisor to members of Congress, as well as to ambassadors in particular as it correlates to what's happening in Africa and then also the nexus of China working through Africa. Uh, what makes you run for president? Yes, well thank you Kelly, it's great to be with you. Uh, you know, ultimately I'm running for president because of the divisive rhetoric in America uh, and we just cannot solve today's problems with yesterday's thinking. It requires tomorrow's thinking today and so I have a different vision for 22nd century America that I believe uh, solves these problems. You're calling your campaign America 2.0, America Needs God. What do you mean by that? Well, America 2.0, it is that new way of thinking. We have to look at everything through the, the eyes of the 22nd century so that we make the right decisions today on healthcare, on education, uh, for our seniors, for our youth. Uh, but then also, uh, America does need God. We are in a, it is a, it is an absolute dearth uh, of, of spirituality and it has caused problems in every tier of our social fabric. Uh, it, the breakdown of the home and the family uh, has caused a lot of uh, social and economic problems in our country. Many nations on earth understand the value of the family. And so when I say America needs God, I mean putting him back in a rightful place in America. And then many of the problems that we do struggle with uh, that different uh, 
segments of society struggle with, we can better address when he is in his rightful place. So how does that help you in terms of economic policy, for example? Certainly. So it, it guides your thinking. It guides good fiscal governance whenever he is in his rightful place, uh, or at least you're acknowledging uh, that he governs in the affairs of mankind. So for example, my focus is on zero national debt, not reducing the deficit, but on zero national debt, eliminating the federal debt. Uh, and I believe that our energy policy, coupled with our uh, tax policy, uh, will create the revenues in order to pay that off. I was just talking about your efforts in Africa, how you've advised uh, members of government uh, there as well as here in terms of how we deal with Africa. Yet there's always been the threat of what China has been doing in Africa. What are your concerns about China in total as it relates to what's happening in the world today, even with regard to the, the spy balloon and other things that have been going on with China? Well, I was in China in 2017. I, was, uh, I, I spoke they in, uh, in the Great Hall of the People to China's CCP and about the U.S.-China trade war and on their intellectual property theft. And then the Road and Belt Initiative was really picking up steam and uh, has been highly successful across Africa. See, Africa is a strategic uh, place in the world today. It's the last greatest area for economic impact, uh, last continent that is untouched. Also, they will have uh, the greatest population, a supermajority of youth in the world will reside on the African continent by 2030. They are the future of the world. What happens there is critically vital to America's national interest and our national security. And so we've got to be in that conversation. And China knows that, and they are better at the game currently on the continent of Africa than the United States has been. So how do we resolve that issue, knowing that the CCP uh, means, uh, it really means that if they gain an advantage and a foothold in, in Africa, they have a strategic uh, foothold on America? Yes, yes, indeed. And I think, of course, they already are owning some of the ports and things of that nature. I was uh, with one of the president, African presidents uh, last year, and he said, uh, they come with money, you come with talk. And so when you're saying, how do we solve some of these problems? We have to shift our thinking into a more effective policy. Uh, we can get Africa to move. They want to work with us, not with China. They know that China is bad for their future but we're not giving them much reason to work with us. Uh, we're still trying to leverage our superpower and want you to do what we want you to do, do our bidding, just because we're who we are. And uh, that only goes so far with people. You have to do right by people, no matter where they are in the world. Uh, Roland Roberts, running for president, Republican candidate for the presidential campaign of 2024. Thank you for joining us this hour. I just want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a rating and a review as it really goes a long way in helping us spread the truth. Until next time, I'm your host, Steve Lance at NTD, and we'll see you soon.